Hey everyone, this is your friend uh, and brother, Michael. Wow, it's been several weeks since I've been able to sit at a piano and record this podcast. Some of you might be wondering why, some of you know, but uh, a few weeks ago I broke my back. I experienced an extremely epic accident sledding down an extremely epic huge hill, uh, but just did not have, uh, had an epic run, uh, but did not have an epic end of the run. Uh, Ran into some big old bumps, and the bottom line is uh, I experienced the worst pain and the most dangerous accident that I frankly am glad that I didn't have permanent damage, but I did have a compression fracture in my back, and and that has led to just an extraordinarily annoying, is a human word for it, um, very challenging season of not just having all the back challenges that you can only imagine and pain, that, but also these unrelated health issues that I totally wouldn't expect that have really brought me, not just in physical Realm, but but somehow in the mental, psychological, spiritual, whatever side of just feeling some really dark, uh, like never before, just fears and um, crazy. You know, am I gonna die? Can I can't breathe? And uh, I've had just terrifying dreams and things that I wouldn't wish on anyone. And at first, I I was typically like, oh, this will pass, you know. And then it just like keeps going and. Some of you know all the details of all the different health issues and reactions to medicines. and Oh, man. Uh, but it's just been an amazing journey. And at first I was like, oh, I'll survive this. And then then I was kind of mopey about it. And I said, no, I'm going to be really godly about it. And I'm not going to complain. But then I was challenged recently. It says in James, consider it pure joy when you encounter trials of many kinds. And I was thinking, wow. Am I really thankful? But uh, the truth is that God is so merciful. And as I have been going through, and I am thankful, I'm working on the joyful. I'm almost there, but I'm truly thankful because I see how it's changed me. I don't think I'll ever be the same person that I was just a few weeks ago. And one of the biggest things that I have, if you were to say, how did you change? I would say it's an even greater uh, appreciation for um, the mercy of God. I've had times, friends, um, that I I haven't even wanted to talk about, at least now I am, where I just thought, this is just awful. And it, I wouldn't wish this on anyone, uh, Putin himself. It doesn't matter who. But when I think about condemnation, we think, oh, it's hot. You know, I don't know what your thoughts are about what it means when people aren't safe. But just the emotional, the terror alone that I've had um, through various experiences makes me think, whoa, oh, I, I just, oh, God have mercy. And I'm so thankful that he had mercy on me and rescued me. I mean, Jesus saved us from something. It gets to be so religious or so so much talked about. We forget, what did he save us from? And can can we just digest? No, we actually can't. But oh, what God has saved us from. And yet, so many, I think, oh, Lord, please have mercy, have mercy, have mercy. And and so I thank God more for his mercy, and I'm even more aware, uh, resolute for 
those people that don't know him uh, to love them enough, like Jesus, to lay down his life. You know, at the end of the day, uh, Jesus came, his salvation, if you think about it, a large part of it is to alleviate suffering and to ultimately purchase people in such a way that they can have eternal life completely free from the curse, from the fall, and from these terrible uh, sufferings that inevitably we all face because we all wither in one way or another. It's like a 40-day period of my life where it's like just that much more prayerful and resolute for the greatest cause in the world that Jesus died for. So, um, guess what? Uh, I have to tell you a story. The funniest thing about all this entire backstory is that I had this awful accident on a Friday and uh, face is all bloodied up, you know, <laughs> could, could hardly believe, I was just thankful I wasn't paralyzed. I was able to get off the hill and get home and and then uh, hoping it was just something that I could just get over and quickly by Sunday early, I'm in the ER and they come in and tell me you broke your back. And I'm just like, that's not possible. That can't happen. This is just the worst timing ever. You don't understand what I'm doing, what's happening in my life. And I'll tell you what's happening. Um, uh, Broke the back on a Friday in the ER on Sunday morning early. They're telling me I broke my back. And I'm like, guys, our organization after two-year search is purchasing a building. I have to sign the closing documents tomorrow. (laughs) And so... Um, that's literally what happened. Uh, so I'm sure many of you have been wondering what's happening. And so we apologize. We've given out some word, but um, we haven't made some big, massive announcement. And the truth is that a building, and it's an amazing story, which I'll share in a minute, but it's always about God's mercy. It's always about reaching people. And this is just a big step, but it's still, there's nothing fancy about a building. It's it's about reaching people. And we believe, and we're excited because we believe that this property that God has provided, we really believe he has provided, will help us exponentially, keyword exponentially, reach more people, activate more believers to reach more people. I'm super excited. So what So what happened? Um, well, let me just go through and tell you uh, the story. So one way was a growing organization. We were super excited, and we were in a great building but it was starting to constrain ministry, and we had different things that we couldn't do. We'd have many, four or five people sometimes working in an office, and it was just time. So the board approved, and we were able to sell our building, and we were going to raise money to buy a building. We had $2.7 million in our budget to move in, and uh, we would sell our building, use those proceeds, and then have a campaign to raise and then you know have money for the next— well, we sold the property the week before the lockdowns, exactly two years ago. And we entered into this unknown with the rest of you called the pandemic. And as an organization, we had to learn how to work remotely. And we have staff now that are even overseas and in different parts of the country. And and we've learned to work virtual. We love virtual. It's very powerful. And and the world has adapted. Now we can get people on Zoom, no problem. And there's just tremendous, tremendous power. But in those two years, we also decided we wanted to learn. And we wanted to learn about things like 
what's the future of work? What's the future of the church? What's the future of local churches, of parachurches and mission organizations? What's the economic, what's the health? You know, all these things were questions that we were just, and we did not feel it was wise to try and go purchase a property in the middle of pandemic with all these things in mind. We want to be good stewards too. And so all these things were in play. By 2021, we decided, wow, we really need to pray and ask God uh, to provide the next step. And we really believe that we need to be a hybrid organization that is one that is remote and meets in person. In fact, uh, many of you may know that we spend so much uh, effort in investing in young people who have made a big impact in the production of media. Over 90%, I would say, of the media that One Way has produced has been done by 20-somethings. And historically, we have had, you know, young people everywhere discipling them and having them uh, work with technology and, and, and video and, and music and, and in the studio and this kind of things. Well, with the pandemic, it's just like the colleges. All of a sudden, the college students are all home. And, you know, we even had a summer internship remote. It was fine, but it's nothing even close to what it's like to impact lives and spend and do life together, so to speak. And so we just came to the conclusion that, yeah, we need space and we want to expand. We want to grow. Um, we want to activate more people. And we're going to do that remotely and in person. So we had our, uh, you know, $2.7 million goal and we started praying. We started praying for 40 days. And during those 40 days, God provided a place, not in the U.S., but overseas, right next to a, a property that we were leasing uh, for our one-way Africa. And God uh, provided in a beautiful way, um, and I won't go into all the details, but it was just an extremely awesome uh, development. And so they've been already, they're first in line, I guess you could say, because they've got their facility, they're moved in, and they've got their studio space, their um, headquarters space, their uh, teaching and mobilizing young people for mission and just God is blessing that work. Um, so that's been a cool development. But on the other side of things, we um, started looking and we found a place, I'll go fast, but we found a place that instead of 18,000 square feet for around $2.7 million, we got 62,000 square feet for two point three. Uh, million dollars. And now you might be thinking, well, that's great. Is that a good deal? And um, I can tell you it's beyond uh, a good deal. This property has been taxed at over $5 million. When we went to get insurance, uh, the insurance company said, well, to replace this building, we need to reinsure it at over $12 million. Um, it's on seven and a half acres. Um, it's got two and a half buildable. It's a two-story. It's just an extraordinary facility and one that one way can easily grow into. Um, it's literally more than what we need. Has God ever provided something for you more, abundantly more than you could ever need or ask for or imagine? That's, that's, that's how we felt. It's just an extraordinary story, and our imaginations are running wild. But one of the th uh, big things that we're excited about is bringing others together, not just one way, but we have a vision to bring other ministries together. And God's doing this across the country 
Um, it's it's one of the trends, one of the things that's happening as all this all these shifts are happening is that ministries and even churches and ministries are are saying, hey, why don't we pool together? Why don't why don't we share space and we can grow together and share each other's needs and we still have our identity, still have our specific calling, but we could be together, and and that's what we're wanting to see happen. And um, that's what we're working towards. So it's a ministry center, not just for one-way ministries, but also for others that are interested in advancing the gospel and even specifically are really focused on using things like media and technology. And so that's where we're, we're moving. Um, we're extremely excited. Um, again, I have to emphasize over and over, um, especially as an American, buildings are, are, are like big deal. It's never it's never about the space. It's always about the people and the mission. And we wouldn't go anywhere near this. And we have soul searched and soul searched. Wouldn't go anywhere near property if we didn't believe it would accelerate in a significant way, not in just a ho-hum way, but a significant acceleration of the work of God. I believe it's a kingdom victory. Um, the timing is crazy. Um, I'm so anxious uh, because of my back. I haven't even been able to uh, to do anything over there. They, they, our teams have moved our stuff in and we're getting you know, ready to move the actual workers and everyone in and start um, this, that, and the other and get studios going. And I just, it's going to be amazing. But the point of all this again is let's, let's reach people and God is going to use this to bring his people together and encourage them and to unite them. I, I believe in one of the biggest, uh, thoughts that came to my mind about this whole entire opportunity was, I just think it's going to please Jesus. I think he's going to be so happy when his people dwell together in unity and for those of you that are in the Chicago area, of course, I'm sure we'll have an open house and we can invite you in. We want to have events. We're planning on doing different things that continue to help us in our mission, which is to activate people to exalt Christ and advance his gospel to the masses. I, I'm going to go on a very, very dangerous limb for a moment and say that um, sometimes, um, even in our churches, we struggle with how do we really... Uh, mobilize ourselves for reaching the lost. And, and it can just feel like um, we just kind of go to church on Sunday, maybe do a small group and stuff. And and I believe that God wants to use one way to come alongside even church leaders, uh, individuals, and, and show a way that we can come together uh, to pray from different backgrounds, to worship together, to make ourselves aware of the great needs of the world and how we as individual small groups or our churches uh, can plug into various works around the world. Not even necessarily one-way works, but just what God's doing. And um, I mean, wouldn't you love to be a part of a group that, you know, really, really said, Lord, use us, let's reach people. We're from different backgrounds, different ethnicities and cultures and and uh, a place that you can worship. Oh man, I'm praying for a gospel choir. I, I, I mean, planning on it too, by the way, and just music and worship and bringing God's people together, and and then broadcasting that out, um, you know, to the virtual world, to the nations, being able to bring. I mean, uh, I should stop. This podcast is getting long, and uh, I can only sit so long <laughs> at the piano. But Lord, we just want to thank you for your mercy for all of us, and for coming and saving uh, us. Lord, we, we recognize that our lives, certainly our lives, our very breaths, our gifts, uh, we pray together for this 
this amazing development and one-way story that this facility would be no more, no less than a kingdom-advancing, people-activating, life-changing center that would be used to accelerate the work of advancing the gospel, exalting Christ. Uh, Lord, thank you for all the details, all the storyline, even though I haven't shared it all. God, I pray that people would leave this podcast just with a sense that as we've been praying, Lord, that they would know that God is alive and well, that he still moves, he still does things, that there's no place for cynicism, there's no place for unbelief, but a true sense of faith that uh, with God all things are possible. Lord, let your people see that things happen, that you do things great when you decide to act, no one can reverse it. We also pray that you would help us more than anything to live uh, with gratitude, with joy, with perseverance, uh, the ability to even consider it joy when trials come, trials that would make us stronger and more keenly aware of all that you've done for us and, and all that you've called us to. Uh, bless each person, young and old, college students listening, young people, older people, uh, everyone in between, Lord, uh, people around the nations bless each person as they listen. May they leave this podcast uh, just feeling a sense of praise uh, that you are a very good and merciful God. Lord, for your purposes alone, we submit and pray in Jesus' name. Speaking of prayer, this is a song that is a prayer. Let it be our prayer as we close out today. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Beyond all space, beyond all time, infinite, eternal, all-powerful, all-knowing, you are the Holy One, you showed to me you showed mercy to me you showed mercy to me